0: Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. Love everyone. Serve everyone. Remember God. American spiritual teacher Ram Dass, perhaps best known for coining the phrase, Be Here Now, was a student of the late Hindu teacher, Neem Karoli Baba, affectionately known as Maharaji. Ramdas says, Maharaji said to me, Love everyone. Serve everyone. Remember God. And I have been trying to do what he told me. It's an extraordinary mission statement. My favorite of Ram Dass's books is called how can I help if we want to be happy this is the right question to be asking a spiritual practice of love and service will make us happy and change the world an eight decade study called the longevity project hypothesized that if people had friends and relatives to count on through hard times they would be healthier those who felt loved and cared for they predicted would live the longest they were wrong in fact people who feel loved and cared for reported feeling better but they didn't live longer so the longevity project focused on social networks does having regular contact with a large number of close friends make a difference? Yes, they do live longer. In fact, increased social interactions through a spiritual community are cited as contributing to the single strongest predictor of long life, a strong social network. And, get ready for it, the clearest benefit of social relationships came from serving others those who help die last <laughs> love in its most important incarnation is a verb to love is to serve love serve remember Robin Emmons, age 45, grew up in Boston and moved to North Carolina as an adult. For more than 10 years, she despaired of getting help for her older brother, who suffers with schizophrenia. When he was finally off the streets and in the safety of a group home, his mental health stabilized, but his physical health deteriorated. Robin discovered that he and the other residents were eating cheap packaged and canned food, and it was making them sick. I had a small garden, so I thought, well, I'll just put in some extra rows, Robin says. I began making weekly deliveries of whatever was coming up. In fact, more than 72,000 low-income residents of Charlotte live in food deserts, areas without a supermarket or fresh food. If you don't live in an affluent part of the city, your options are the dollar menu or the convenience store attached to a gas station. Robin was outraged. Healthy food is a basic human right, she says. I decided to rip up my whole backyard and just make it all a garden. It just kind of snowballed from there. Today, Robin Evans has 200 volunteers helping her tend nine acres of crops on three sites. Since 2008, her nonprofit, So Much Good has grown more than 26,000 pounds of fresh produce for underserved communities in Charlotte. We feel like we're giving them a gift, she says. A healthier, longer, better, more delicious life. Love. Serve. Remember. UVA professor Timothy Wilson, author of Redirect, The surprising new science of psychological change affirms that doing good makes us good doing good capitalizes on the tried and true psychological principle that our attitudes and beliefs often follow from our behaviors rather than precede them when we help we see ourselves as caring helpful people and it spreads the likelihood that a witness to good deeds will soon become a doer of good deeds is high The level of compassion, love, and harmony in entire communities can be improved when even one of us helps. Mr. Rogers, beloved host of the educational preschool TV series, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, said, When I was a boy and I would see scary things in the news, my mother would say to me, Look for the helpers you will always find people who are helping. George Buele grew up in Cameroon. His father sustained a relatively minor injury in a car accident, a broken arm. But because he didn't have access to good medical care, the break led to an infection and he never really recovered. Even today, there is only one doctor for every 5,000 people in Cameroon, if you can afford it. George Buelli was determined to become a doctor and to serve everyone. Against all odds, he became a vascular surgeon. On weekends, he and a group of volunteers travel into rural areas to provide free medical care. Every Friday afternoon, 30 of them jam into vans, tie medical supplies to the roof, and set out. When they arrive, sometimes having had to push their vehicles through rivers and pull them out of the mud, they receive a hero's welcome, a feast, singing and dancing, and the best accommodations the community can offer. The next morning, they begin to meet patients, about 5,000 per weekend. People come on foot from as far away as 37 miles. Surgeries are performed under local anesthesia. After the procedures, patients get up and walk to the recovery area to make way for the next person. The medical team works through the night, their generator providing light and sanitizing their equipment. The village musicians keep them going. Georges Boile says, they are beating drums all the night to keep us awake and continue our work. Volunteer medical and nursing students from the United States and Europe join in and hail Dr. Buele as a hero but he doesn't view the astonishing workload as a hardship helping others live happier lives brings him great joy I am so happy when I'm doing this work he says and I think about my father I hope he sees what I am doing to make people laugh to reduce the pain that's why I'm doing this. In his book, Flourishing, Positive Psychology and the Life Well-Lived, Jonathan Haidt writes, the perception of compassionate or courageous behavior by others causes a desire to engage in virtuous actions oneself. It turns out that to be happier and to live longer, we want to spend time with others who help. Robin Evans, George Boyle, that friend who's kind and generous, hang out with them. Love, serve, remember. And there's one more thing. You have to love it. Agreeing to volunteer out of a sense of duty or obligation is a recipe for misery. You want to say yes when the opportunity to give feels potentially enjoyable and energizing. And many of us know what happens then. Suddenly, we're not really sure who's helping whom, who rescued whom, and who is the giver, who the receiver. Seventy years ago, 22 members of a Nazi extermination squad were tried at Nuremberg for the deaths of more than a million Jews and many thousands of others Benjamin Ferenz was 27 at the time it was his first trial from that time forward he has worked to represent survivors of war crimes in an interview with the Guardian this week Benjamin Ferenz was asked how he's faring given that the world hasn't seemed this unstable since World War II. I'm always doing fantastic he says you know why because I'm 97 year old and I'm aware of the alternatives (laughs) there is no one alive in the world today who has his perspective he joined an anti-aircraft battalion of the United States Army and as he tells it received five battle stars for having not been killed in every major battle in Europe He also participated in the liberation of four concentration camps, which haunts him to this day. It was as if I had peered into hell, he says. That's why I'm still fighting, to prevent that from happening again. The world is a small planet, he continues. We must share the resources on this planet so that everyone can live in peace and dignity. And it can be done. He remains optimistic about society's advancement. Miracles can be performed, he says. But, he adds, my wife is a few years older than I am. We've been 70 years wed without a quarrel. There are other things to do besides saving the world, you know, my dear. Benjamin Ferenz continues to work for his vision of a world at peace. Currently he is giving away all his money. And he has three pieces of advice for young people. One never give up, two never give up, three never give up. Beloved spiritual companions, here's the equation. Nourish your friendships and care for others. Be happy and live long. Look for the helpers, Robin Evans, Georges Boile, Benjamin Ferenc, and each of us. Doing good makes us good. And suddenly we're not really sure who's helping whom, who rescued whom. Who's the giver and who the receiver? Never give up. Love, serve, remember, Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We would love to hear from you via email at office at ascboston.org or through our Facebook page. If you would like to support the good work of Arlington Street Church, please consider a contribution by checking the mail or through our website, ASCBoston.org.